Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Empty Opinions Podcast. I'm your host, Alari Polanco. This is a bonus episode where I talk about season four, episode one of Succession, one of my favorite shows probably of all time. Definitely in my top five, depending on how this season ends, might be my top three with uh, The Leftovers and uh, Mr. Robot being top one and two. Um, This episode, here's a description of it from IMDb. As Kendall, Shiv, and Roman hone their pitch for investors in L.A., Logan learns of a rival bid on a long-coveted acquisition. Uh, directed by Mark Mylod. Episode is called The Monsters. I should have said that first. And um, it's crazy. I was talking to my sister about this. It's crazy how this show is so... It knows itself so well in, like, the quality of it never drops. In the three seasons, there has never been a bad episode. The most you could say about it is there hasn't been a lot of stuff happening. You could say the same thing for this episode. You can say there wasn't like fucking 20 million things that advanced the plot or whatever. Uh, I wasn't too groundbreaking with shit. And it usually never is in the beginning. But the amount of care that goes into every episode, they just know what the fuck they're doing. It's not luck at this point with this show. They've narrowed it down to a fucking science in every episodes feels like just right in line with the other episodes. So if they continue this consistency for this whole season, I can't see it not being one of the biggest shows or not biggest, but one of the best shows of all time. But yeah, what happened in this actual episode, the thing that it reminded me why I love this show in the first place is three things. It's really two. More broadly, is how well it understands human psychology and how fucking funny it is. And I'll start with the latter first because it's quicker to get to. But the whole everything with Greg and Tom, it's interesting because it just clicked for me how you know, there's a lot of debates about what this show is. Is it a comedy? Is it a drama? I think it's a drama with another show inside of it that's a comedy. Somehow they were able to put a fucking comedy show, a 30-minute comedy show inside of its hour-long drama. It's like a fucking rusting, uh, what is it? A rusting uh, or nesting, a Russian nesting egg, egg doll, right? R- Let me look it up. Russian nesting. Dolls, not egg doll. I don't know why. I mean, the shape of it kind of reminds me of an egg, but a rushing nest doll where it's like the outside is a drama. Then inside is a comedy. And then inside of that is also like a romance. I don't know. It's crazy. I get, I could really break it down, but those two things, the, the, the psychology of the characters and the comedy is so funny to me, but I was talking about the comedy with, uh, uh, Greg and Tom. It's just consistently funny, man. I mean, Greg is so fucking funny. And it's interesting because they have been making Greg more and more of a bad person uh, very gradually throughout the show. Um, And you can see it here with him kind of ignoring the girl, like bragging about, you know, whatever the fuck uh, Tom said that he was doing. Uh, rumpling to completion or whatever the fuck he said. Um, You know, him bragging the the disgusting brothers. Um... That whole subplot is this definitely doesn't paint Greg paint Greg in a good light, but it's still just as funny, man. It, it's so fucking funny to see Greg bring a random fucking girl that he met, uh, which, by the way, this random girl. I do believe in a theory that 
this is uh the 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 one random appears cousin. That's who that was. Um and I think the selfie is gonna come back in a big way. Um although the thing with the show is with things like that that are more theories than anything, like I'm reminded of episode one. Was it episode one or was it episode two? I think it was episode two where they said when uh, uh, Logan sends the donuts last season. Um, and we don't know who who did it for sure. And we never find out how Logan found that out. Was it Logan who told them whatever? We have theories and you can craft theories throughout the show, but they never actually confirm it. And I think it's the same thing with this where like they're adding that little detail of like, you know, Greg brings his random girl and also, you know, the, the siblings mentioned how there's a Pierce, a Pierce cousin at uh, Logan's birthday. You know, if you pick up on it and you're like, oh yeah, it's the same shit, then it could be the same shit. But if you didn't pick up on it and they don't make it apparent in the show, then I don't think it's going to be too relevant. But that's just a fun little headcanon kind of theory that you can keep in the back of your head. But, um... Yeah, back to Greg. Greg, you know, bring this random girl to uh, Logan's birthday, uh, which I, I keep doing these sides. As long as I keep going back to the main point, I'm good, I think. As long as I don't stay in the tangent, I'm good. Another tangent, though, another tangent incoming. You know, this episode echoed the way the show started with Logan's birthday and uh, Greg coming in. Even the way Greg came in, it was very much like, Look how far we've come. Like first time was a bumbling idiot. This time he's bringing it out of date. It's Logan's birthday. Uh, you know, and it makes sense because this is the last season. So it's like, okay, that's a cool little, uh, uh, like a full circle moment. But, uh, yeah, Greg comes in with the random, uh, date. Um, I guess if I want to go back to the theory, it might not be, that might not be Pierce unless, because Pierce are, you know, the Pierce family are billionaires. So it might not be that. It, they're, they might be like, uh, you know, uh, not. Yeah, they might just be fucking with us or just like pointing that out. But it could be if you want to go like super fucking uh, theory crafter here. She could be acting that dumb. Because she's trying to hide in plain sight, like acting dumb. Anyways, whatever, but Greg bringing that girl and like fucking her and then <laughs> Tom telling him that there's cameras everywhere and that, <laughs> that Logan saw his sex tape and then Greg going to Logan to talk about it. And and obviously we don't see that scene, which I think is smart because it keeps up the facade of like, was Tom telling the truth or not? I'm leaning towards definitely not, but you know, them not showing us that scene of you know, showing us Logan's like bewildered face. I'm glad we didn't see that. Um, and then, uh, <laughs> uh, just, you know, Logan calling him a disgusting animal while was smirking. I could totally see that happening. I don't know. It's fun. And all of that, what I just described could be a great 30 minute comedy, like sitcom comedy. And it's inside of this deeply, I was going to say pathetic, which might be the origin, which might be what it means. But like what I mean is more pathos of like what these characters are, characters are about. What the fuck does pathos mean? I just kind of use that a quality that evokes pity or sadness. Yeah, there's a lot of pathos in this. That's a perfect word for this. Very sad episode. 
especially because, you know, with the kids, obviously it says I was listening to another podcast that mentioned there might be a three month jump uh, from the season three finale. Um, obviously, they're starting the hundred, which is this weird, like news, like modern news kind of company. They describe it in there. Use a bunch of crazy words to describe it. That my sister was completely lost on what the fuck it meant. Uh, another quick tangent. Um, I remember how fun it is to watch a show with my sister because I get to explain it to her and also m explain it to myself and make it make sense. You know, we have to pause multiple times. There's a lot of word vomit of like terms of shit she doesn't know and also things that I understand by reference, but I have to explain it for it to make sense to me. But anyways, there is a lot of pathos in this show. Um, and that's clear when you see that these kids have been trying to work on something of their own only to be sidetracked by learning the news of their dad trying to buy the Pierce's company. And then be like, you know what? Fuck it. Just to fuck that over. Let's do this. And, you know. They went, which makes it even worse. Like, I remember watching, uh, you know, I was watching that with my sister. Like, fuck, why the fuck? Like, it, 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 this is what I mean where, like, this show is so good at showing psychology. Where, like, it's so believable to me. Because they're clearly in a toxic relationship with their father. So, and we saw them kind of both struggling through that in that in a realistic way. Where, like, the dad, who's the abuser, he's bored. He has nothing to kick. He even so far as to try to get roasting going, which was a very funny scene with Greg <laughs> being really mean to uh, to Logan and Logan be like, come on, give me a ribbing here. Like that was a very funny performance by uh, uh, what the fuck is his name? Brian Cox. That was so funny. But clearly this whole episode, this whole episode, he's bored. He gets a little bit of pep in his step when he finds his arrival bid. Um. So the abuser is like bored, right? He's like, oh man, like not even regretful, just bored. And then the abused are thriving. They're doing great because clearly they're not being abused anymore. But there's just that fucking toxic relationship. There's like, I'm not quite over this person that caused me so much harm. So I'm going to try to harm him back. And, you know. It's funny to me how Roman was the only one that was like rational in this whole episode. It was just like, I don't know, guys, do we have the money? Should we do this? We we're about to start And granted. The thing that's good about the show is like, was that company that they started? Was that going to be successful? Fuck no. Clearly, it was meant to be one of these things were like a pipe dream from these kids. So that wasn't necessarily going to be the best situation. I mean, they were most likely going to fail, but. They probably would have learned a very valuable lesson and stood on their own laurels. Instead, they go back to try to hurt their dad, which, you know, they end up overpaying and paying $10 billion for the Pierce's company uh, and beating the dad. And not only that, like the dad actually being like, you know what? Congrat you know, congrats. You said the biggest, biggest fucking number, like being petty about it, but also, you know, showing that, like proving to the kids that, you know, that they won. I think that's good now, but clearly doing this at the beginning of the episode of the season is going to mean this is not going to be good. There's going to be, you know, consequences to this. Uh, they did not really have 10 billion. They were able to shake it. 
like they could find the money, I guess. But okay, sorry, I had to get rid of some uh, hiccups that came out of nowhere. That was weird, but I forget what I was talking about. I was talking about how you know Roman was the only one rational, and um, it was just sad to see the kids, you know, winning in the short term because they're clearly going to lose in the long term. The the ten billion is going to be a thing that comes up, um, and that's that. Oh, yeah. And Logan, obviously, you know, from his perspective, him being like, you know, what are people? Where do we go after? Like, it was a very cool way of doing that monologue because it started very monologue. You know, like he was monologuing for sure at the beginning of his like, what are people? It's like, OK, here we go. Here's a monologue. But it was so kind of scatterbrained that it actually felt kind of organic as it kept going. So I appreciated that. But regardless. He's clearly like over shit. He's bored. He and you know, it's not a coincidence that this is the first episode of the last season to talk about the afterlife. Like whether Jesse Armstrong knew for sure that this is going to be the end or not. I don't know if he was considering it. He might be one of those genius writers where like he gets carried away by the characters and situations. So as he's writing, he's not thinking like he's only thinking of what he's writing right now. And he probably believes in a method of like writing shakes out itself. Uh, if you just do the writing, the story will come to you. Do you know the characters? You know, all of this, whatever it'll come to a natural conclusion. And, um, if he didn't know writing this episode, then, you know, he's truly a genius because he's setting the groundwork perfectly for this being the last season. Like talking about afterlife, he's planting the seeds of fucking Logan Roy dying. Of course, you know, it's, it's starting to feel more, uh, uh, final and no more does that feel more nowhere else does it feel more true I try to do like a fucking overly wordy transition segue into you know Tom and Shiv but it just didn't sound right so instead I'll just say what I want to say which is Tom and Shiv's you know marriage ending should also reflect this idea of like it's ending it's over even my sister was just like, whoa, that, I mean, that's it. So now what? And I'm like, oh, now what? What do you mean? Like in the surface? Yeah, they, they got They decided to get a divorce, but it's like, now it's about to get good because now they have to go through the divorce process, which everybody that I've known and haven't known, have just seen speaking on the internet from their experiences of divorce. It sounds like it's the worst fucking thing on earth. There's a movie called marriage story that I haven't seen, but has very, uh, you know, iconic scenes of Adam Driver and Scarlett Johansson just fucking yelling at each other over it. So clearly divorce seems like it's a fucking nightmare. And that's going to be the fertile grounds we're going to be playing with this season. So I'm excited. But my sister had this theory that they're probably going to get back together because, you know, they're. She said perfect for each other at first, but I think even she recanted it. They're just in a toxic relationship and they just kind of feel the most comfortable with themselves. Um I forget if there's anything else. Um, I think that was it. So it wasn't much in terms of actual things. But again, my final thoughts on this episode is just the quality that this show has. is just unparalleled. Like it just felt so comforting to watch the show because it was just like these motherfuckers know they know they know what they're doing. I sat down and watched an episode of Succession and that was a fucking great episode of Succession. And every episode of Succession is a great episode of Succession. So I'm excited to keep doing these little mini reviews. Um, that was a great episode. And I think they're all going to be, they're all going to get better from now. I think 
Because uh, that's the other thing that, you know, is the case with these succession seasons. They start off slow. Even season three, I remember people being like, oh, okay. And then quietly, like the fucking last five episodes or some shit were all amazing. Uh, so I'm excited to see how crazy the season gets. Uh, and we'll see if Logan Roy does die. Who passes? And I don't know what the fuck is going to happen. When I sit down, I'm like, I have no idea what to expect. And that's the same. That's how I'm going to approach the season. I'm not even going to think about what could be next because I want the show to surprise me. And not only that, I want just, I feel comfortable enough in falling down and, you know, falling back and just watching the show unfold. These creators have gained my trust. And that's the ultimate compliment I can paint to a, you know, a show or a movie or whatever. If the creators give me that comfort, then I'll go on whatever ride they want me to take. So, um, yeah, those are my quick thoughts. How long have I been, how have I been talking? Oh, about 20 minutes. Yeah, that's perfect. No need to stretch it out. Um, that was my review of season four, episode one of Succession called The Monsters. And, um... Yeah, I'll I'll catch up with you guys whenever the next episode of the podcast comes out. I've already kind of finished editing it. All I need is uh uh to cl- make the clip, the the social media clip, because you know you need a clip. Um, so that episode should be coming out before the next little review that I do of uh, Succession. So I guess I'll see you guys uh for episode one ninety six of the podcast. So. See you then.